Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to episode 162 of Potato Thumbs Podcast Goes to the Movies. This week, we are talking about The Karate Kid. And it is no way in any relation to the fact that Real Genius has talked about The Karate Kid this past week. This is just totally 100% a coincidence. So, H, why don't you go ahead and get started since you have all the notes. Daniel was an asshole. Johnny wasn't that bad. All right. And um, that's pretty much it, guys. So we hope we enjoyed last week's show. And uh, Rob, any anything else before we sign off? I'm good. All right. Peace. Potato. Potato Thumbs Podcast Potato Potato Thumbs Podcast It's Fluffy and the Admiral Playing with their fingers and their nips (laughs) Well done Uh, So we got H with us this week How you doing bud? Doing well, man. Doing well. How are you guys? Good. Got uh, dragging a little bit today, but doing okay. Why are you dragging? Uh, today was the heaviest workout day I've had since uh, since February. Starting to get back there with the strength. Busted out the uh, the squat belt for the first time in a while. So we went went up quite a bit in weight and reps, and my legs are feeling it. Nice. That's a good thing, though, man. Yeah, it's a great feeling. I um, I really need to change up my my routine. I'm I'm coming down to a limited amount of weeks that I have left to train. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, I have like seven, eight weeks to train. I need to get more serious. Start doing more strength training. Uh, how much strength training have you done ahead of time or up to this point? A ve- not enough. <laughs> A very- I was just noticing that that, uh, that line was awfully red when you post the results uh, each week in the yeah, weight loss competition. I made, I made a stupid goal that I, that I was not motivated enough to achieve, which was like I think six times a week or four times a week or something like that. Um, I should really be doing it three to four times a week and I'm going to, I'm going to try and at least start ramping it up to two or three times a week and keep my run shorter. It's hard, you know, you just get that momentum, especially since you like running so much, like you picking strength training is like me saying, I want to run a mile every, you know, six times a week. Fuck that noise. I've run like three miles in the last 20 years combined. It helps. So it helps with, um, injury prevention and stuff like that yeah i was actually just talking about that to somebody today at work and i'm like i I was like yeah i I really do think it's been like three miles in the last 20 years but (laughs) in in my defense uh most of that 20 years i was over 300 pounds and running uh at that weight is rough on the system yeah i could see a lot of injury coming from that yeah (laughs) I tried running uh, when I was north of 300, and it's not it's not an exciting time. 
Like my shins would get upset from playing softball if I had a good game and had to run the bases a whole lot. I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna run for fun then. Yeah, yeah, you don't. That that's not good. Uh, good recipe. Um. Well, it was hot and humid today here. How is it where you guys are at? It was like 92 today, so hot okay. and humid. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Hot, humidish. Not 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 its worst day, but we're we're in the part where it's more dry than anything. We haven't haven't had a whole lot of rain lately, so it's just it's just a dry, nasty heat right now. Hmm. Yeah, that's the opposite of up here. Up here, it's like thick. Like we went. We went out for a bike ride over lunch, and that was very, very short-lived. And then uh, I was going to run this evening, and I walked outside after I made dinner, and I'm like, nope, I think I'll go skating while the kids bike instead. Like, there's no way I want to try and breathe oxygen while running in this sort of humidity. It's like it's like just running through a sauna, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that's going to be a no. Yeah. I spent I spent some years in uh in East Texas and um when it's eighty degrees and uh eighty percent humidity at three o'clock in the morning, the humidity up my way now is nothing compared to that. So Yeah, I could see that being bad, man. I know um I've I've been to Missouri a couple times in August and late July and it's like you take a shower and you walk out the door to get to your car, and by the time you're in your car, you're like sweating again. It's like, uh, no thanks. Could use another shower. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, well, fall is coming soon, man. Like, yeah, it's, it's gonna supposed be... to rain on Friday, and then it's gonna be like highs in the mid seventies and lows in the the upper or the the mid fifties this weekend. I'm so excited to open up my windows and like let the house air out a bit. It's uh, it's always crazy up here when it switches because it goes from like summer to like fall in like a week, just like it's just like a, a switch is flipped. And it's like okay, I guess we're wearing long clothes now. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, I like fall weather. It's good for biking and running and all sorts of good things, outdoorsy activities. Yeah, by the time uh, yeah, by the time I'm healed up, it should be a little cooler and. I'll be able to start riding my bike again. Yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be like perfect time. When do you think yeah. that'll be? Like October or what? Uh, probably mid mid September, maybe may like at most October. But four weeks is is going to be the middle of September. So yeah, that's when they that's the minimum is that four week mark. So we'll see see how I'm feeling by then. Yeah, how are you maybe. feeling now? Not bad. I uh, move around fairly well. Um, there's you know, you can kind of feel the incisions pull a little bit occasionally, but for the most part, I move around pretty good. But um, I still just trying to be careful not to lift a whole lot just to mess everything back up again. Yeah, you don't want those incisions to open back up. No, no. So I and and well, and you don't want the uh, whatever the mesh that they yeah. put to hold the hernia, you know, to kind of repair it. You don't want that to damage or mess up. So. I don't need that small window of this thing failing to come back and, you know, me having a miserable surgery for all for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That would not be good. You don't like painkillers either, right? Is that what you're no. saying? No, I'm not a fan. So you just so. try and like uh, man up and uh, yeah, pretty take much. it? Yep. It's not much, you know, 
I, I'm already not a fan of being put under and then coming to and enjoying all of all that comes with that. So having the uh, I took a few of the painkillers, but I think by day two, I was done with them. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to mess with it anymore. So I've only ever been put under once for my wisdom teeth. And I remember it fondly, although I also woke up with the nurse laying across my chest to keep me down from getting up from the uh, the table. <laughs> uh, so apparently I decided it was time for me to go, uh, <laughs> but not yet completely conscious. That's so, really funny, dude. This tiny little nurse just laying across me to keep me <laughs> held down. Yeah, I've I, had I've had a few surgeries, so I've been put put under a few times. This was number four. I've had one for my wisdom teeth and then two, I broke my hand and had to have pins in it. And so they put me under for the surgery and then put me under again to, to remove the pins. But, um, I think this is the only time that I woke up kind of like, I don't know. I felt like my arm, they, they didn't have me tied down or anything, but it felt like my right arm was tied down and I couldn't lift it. And I didn't understand why. And so I start freaking out that I can't lift my arm. And the nurse was like, just pick your arm up. Like all that's on there is the blanket. And so she moved <laughs> it and I picked my arm up and life was good. But it was just that weird. I just had that weird moment where I felt I felt like I was restricted and I couldn't move. And yeah, apparently that's that, weird. Blanket, that, would that be blanket weird. was heavier than I thought. I also don't I, I don't like not knowing what time it is. Um, I, I'm weird like that. Um have you ever got? Have you guys ever done like those float tanks or isolation isolation chambers or anything like that? No, I want no. to. So I would love to. They're really weird, but I get really uncomfortable if I don't like. I, for some reason, I I have to know what time it is. And so the first time, like, so I do this this tank, this float tank, and I did ninety minutes. And I think if I, I would definitely do it again, but I would only go for like an hour because probably. I don't know. I'd say like this 60, 70 minute mark. I really started to be like, okay, what is going on? What time is it? I, I, I started freaking out and, and I still had another 30 minutes to go. But anyway, the first thing I, when I came to, I, the first thing I asked the nurse, I'm like, Hey, what time is it? Like, you got to let me know because they put me under, I think my surgery was scheduled for 7am and I was under till I think it was 1130 when they, oh. when I finally came to crazy. So yeah, so I I think I beat the average of uh, I think they told me I'd only be under for about an hour, so that kind of freaked me out a little, knowing that it was a lot longer than an hour. I um, I was one of the times when I got my wisdom teeth pulled. They put me under, and um, this is in the nineties. And so my mom, you know, drove me to the hospital, picked me up to take me back. And we had to stop at the pharmacy to get like the prescriptions filled and stuff. And back then, you know, we had like a Walgreens and a strip mall. And so I was kind of not fully with it as you are when you come out of that stuff. And my mom are period. Yeah, that too. But I mean, on top of that, you know, right. it's, it's like <laughs> adding your standards. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mom, my mom's like, oh, well, you can just stay in the car with the AC on. I'll lock the doors. I'll go get your prescription. So she goes in, gets my prescription, comes out, and I am passed out with my head on the, on the window, like asleep. Knocks on the window. Hey, unlock the doors. 
I'm not moving. Knocks on the window harder. Hey, unlock the doors. I'm not moving. Starts shaking the car. Hey, unlock the doors. I'm not moving. Um, so she, it, she sat out there for like a half hour before she could get me up. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> just, just totally just conked out in the car. Like she's like shaking it and banging on it. And yep, I'm just sleeping, sleeping away. Still drugged up. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Your poor I, uh, mom. When yeah. I had, when I had my wisdom teeth removed, I found out. So a year before this, I was in a car wreck with my neighbor. Um, so when I had my wisdom teeth removed and I'm, you know, I get home, like my cousin had drove me to the, the place to have the surgery. I get home and I'm just, you know, still same thing. You're still kind of groggy from the anesthesia. My mom had told me that I was being sued for $175,000 by my neighbor for that car wreck. And that was a, that was a whole other, you know, kind of freak out moment when you're not completely with it. And yeah, so that was, that was a little exciting. Wow. That'd be, that's bad timing for telling you something like that. Terrible, terrible timing. Yeah. I don't get that. <laughs> like I'm, ju- I'm just out of high school, just yeah. still working, you know, just starting to work full time. And, uh, it's like, Hey, you're being sued. Congratulations. Yeah. Brain's not really going to understand how car-, car insurance works when you're groggy like that. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. I could see that being a problem. Well, boys, um, being put under a side and uh, wisdom teeth and all that there is. We played some video games this week. I think all of us did, right? You better believe it. I did, in fact, play video games. So did did both of you guys or either of you guys participate in the tournament? I did. I think H had to work. Yeah, okay. I did not. I didn't make it home in time. I'm really sad because FUD pinged me he's like wanted to know if i wanted to showcast it and i wanted to showcast one of those so bad with him and i'm like dude i'm out of town right now so hopefully in a future date i'll be able to talk shit about you guys when you run in it's too bad that you weren't there uh but the guy who did uh showcast with him uh sambod from his uh his discord did Mm -hmm. an amazing job awesome but they got lit did they? Holy shit, did they get lit. Uh, by the time the tournament was over and we turned it on, in like the 20 minutes I watched after we were done playing, I think he got up to go to the bathroom two or three times in that time. Funded? And then when I watched the, the VOD afterwards, like yeah. they were like talking and doing their thing at the beginning. And by the end, they were just like barely aware of each other. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> hilarious to watch. That's awesome, dude. Were they were they doing like a that so the clip that he posted in you guys' Discord looked like they might have been doing like a drinking game for like right after right after you guys was that your team that got that win? Yeah. Yeah, that was us. So right after that win, like he's like, Hold on, I gotta be ready for this and he turned and grabbed a beer. So I didn't know if like they were doing like a I don't think they were doing drinking a drinking game, game or no I Wins are hard to come by in that tournament. This is like the first time, this was the fourth one, and I think this is the first time that there were two teams winning a game in the same night, and there were three teams that ended up winning games that night. But uh, Nice. So, wins are, wins are tough to come by in that tournament. It's a, this was like easily, so this is my second one, right? We, we were in the third one and the fourth one. There were four teams that beat the winning team last time's score. So, like, the score that won it last time would have taken fifth place this time. Hmm. So, oh, wow. 
Yeah. There were some points thrown down, huh? Some points thrown down. Uh, nobody threw down more points than us, though. You guys won? We did. Nice. Uh, TJ just went off. Like, it was so much fun to watch. Uh, he and Val both had, like, huge kill games almost every game. But the one game we won, it was Nessie. Like, Nessie's time to shine. There were, like, three different points in that game where he was the only guy on our team alive. And the reason we were still going. And uh, he bought us back. TJ ran himself over with a car trying to pick up a loadout. <laughs> like he hopped out of the car, and the car backed over him as he was pulling out his loadout. And we got all got killed. And Nessie was the only one who had a gulag left after he had all bought us all back already once. And then he won that. Uh, got some more money, bought us all back again. <laughs> just like it was the most absurd game uh and but we ended up putting up like 40 points in that game and so it put us out to a huge lead over everybody else and we could just like the rest of the night not necessarily have to worry about winning and we just went out and put up big kill games well yeah and then that that snipe in that clip was that that was tj's that was uh, TJ's. stream right where he yeah. like he sh- shot that guy jumping off the building yeah that was nuts <laughs> that and they didn't get some of his other ones. Like he put down like three guys in a row one time, three shots, three downs on a team in one of our our matches. And it was just like it was easy mode because then Val and I just rolled up on the last dude as he was panically trying to pick up his teammates. And it's like, nope, that's team wipe. Let's move on to the next team. And it was uh, so it was a lot of fun. And uh, and then the last game was uh, the last game played on the stream was uh, Mitchie's team. Mm-hmm. And they were they were a ways behind us, but they were the only ones playing still. Um, and they only had one guy left, uh, Airsoft, who plays. He played Fortnite with Nessie like way back in the day, and then they'd stopped talking for like a year and a half just because Nessie went back to Destiny and done did whatever, and Airsoft continued to play other stuff. But he's like a frequent player in our in our games. Uh, and that day, Mitchie was like, hey, we are short a person you want to play. So Airsoft's the only guy left on their team. And we're sitting here, like, there were eight teams left. He was the only guy left on there. So, like, 15 people and eight teams left at this point in time. And we're like, we know Airsoft can pull this off. Uh, so we're, like, doing the math. It's like, if he kills everybody and gets a first place, are we still going to win this? Or... Uh, <laughs> And he got it down to a 1v1 and accident, you know, ran over a C4 and died. So he didn't get the win. Uh, but even if he had gotten the win, we still would have been okay. Uh, but by like a point or two points, something like that. Dude, so that's insane. We're just sitting that's here wild. sweating it out in the final encounter while rooting for our friend to like have this huge moment on stream. And then we all went into the Discord, our, our, uh, Modern Warfare Discord and tagged him with uh, hashtag Mr. No Clutch. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, dude. That's cool. I really like that those tournaments are going on. Hopefully I can actually make one of them sometime soon. Yeah, I think uh, he's doing the Apex one this weekend to get back on schedule. Mm-hmm. So the the next uh, Warzone one will be in a couple another, of weeks, I think. Another two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to see what I can do. I had, I mean, I think Hazel from from Guardian Downcast was going to join me, and then uh, I had Safety Czar as an alternate, and uh, Ian 
and uh, my buddy, I think we're going to join. Um, so I had the people to do it. It just, it wasn't going to work out. And I think Hazel said that he had something come up and, and I think the other guys, you know, we all, everyone just seemed kind of busy. So it was, it was a very last minute deal. So it just wasn't going to work out too well in our favor, but hopefully next time I can plan it a little better and, and join you guys. So is yeah, that the it, week? So is it this weekend or next weekend that they're doing, um, apex this weekend? Yeah, Apex is this weekend. This weekend, the 28th, 29th. So potentially the next Modern Warfare one's on the 12th and the 13th weekend. Sounds September. right. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm on call that weekend, so I have to be home. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. Our team's full. Yeah, no, I'm really bad. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh? Rob, what's you guys' strategy still? Are you guys still dropping Superstore? Because I've every dropped Superstore lately, Superstore. and it's empty. Yeah, no, we dropped every single game at Superstore. Um, we had only one time where one team dropped there with us. Every other time, it was two or three teams okay, or more. So yeah, The last few times I've dropped Superstore, it's been empty. But uh, I've been having fun dropping, um, and I don't know what you guys' thoughts are on this for it for a tournament setting, but I like dropping on the train. I've just had a blast dropping train. Yeah, that's probably pretty crazy too. It's, it's not bad. There's, there'll be one or two teams. It just kind of depends. It depends on where the circle lies, but the crazy thing that gets you though is, is cause it, the train starts kind of South of hospital. And yep. when it starts rolling by hospital, you're kind of, I mean, if, if you don't win the train and then hop off, you're going to get screwed by anyone that's at hospital yeah it was fun yesterday we uh we played and it's like we don't have to drop superstore all night because all day friday we were getting ready for the tournament dropping superstore and then all day saturday we dropped superstore so we kept uh dropping hospital last night top hospital one hospital and then there was always like one or two guys who would hop off the train at hospital to try to hit the buy station there and we just took all of their stuff every single time like bullies That train's always so loaded, though. I mean, I think there's, what, three or four orange chests on there, and then I think three or four blue ones. My new favorite thing, too, is to drop prison and wait for somebody with a red access card to open up the bunker and then just sneak in behind them. And last night we managed to wipe an entire team without them firing a single shot uh, because we snuck in, Val threw a flash, and we just mowed them down before they ever got a shot off, and then we picked up all their stuff. It was Which one's... Which one's open with codes now? Because there's a couple. I think there's three bunkers that you just have to know that what the code is for it. Yeah, I don't know those ones. Uh, I have not paid nearly enough uh, attention to that. So we just know like four locations uh, with red access cards around the map so that if we get one, we can just go to that and do it. Right, right. But it's actually much more fun to steal from people who got the red access card and open it up than it is, is to tr- open it up ourselves. It's very true. I jumped in with a random and he knew the codes. And so we went to the two, we opened both bunkers by Boneyard and then went to the one that's South of park. And he had the code for that one. And I mean, we had enough to buy three loadouts by the time we were done with all that. That's pretty great. So yeah, Warzone's fun. They had a new update today. I was going to say, they just did an update, didn't they? Yep. Uh, put a new gun in, uh, as of all new guns in Warzone, 
within like 20 minutes, everyone is posting videos about how this gun's broken and Infinity War needs to nerf it, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Sounds uh, like a Destiny community. Yeah. Uh, so I unlocked it tonight and started leveling it up. Um, I don't have the mods yet to make it broken, but it does feel like it's really, really powerful up close. It just, I don't think it has the range to compete with some of the other LMGs that you would use for like a medium distance gun, like the Bruin. Um, so, but I'm going to wait till I unlock everything before I get to, you know, to one way or another, if I have a new favorite gun or not. But I do have a new favorite gun, and it's the SKS. That gun just rips people apart in Warzone. Hmm. It's a two-shot down to the head uh, on full-armor people. So it is uh, pretty fantastic to just melt people. So it, it, it's become my new favorite gun over the last you know day. I can't put it down. That's awesome, man. I so. have not played Warzone in a while, but I do want to I do want to get back in and play some games. Ghost was asking me if I'd play. Um and I definitely have not played with those guys in a while, so fun. <laughs> Poor Ghost took his Xbox to a hotel this week mm-hmm. and started downloading uh the last update uh on his hotel internet and he posted it in the morning and then re- late at night the next last night he still had like 20 gigs left to download. Yeah, that's so funny. And then we dude. let him know that today was a 17.8 gig download too. So he had joked that he'll be able to ready to play on Friday uh, <laughs> with his internet download. And turns out it might not have been a joke. That's really <laughs> bad internet, man. Like that's really bad internet. And it's not even on the Wi-Fi. He's using an ethernet cord. To well, that's, that's uh the where their ethernet cords are plugged into you know like their their ports could be wi-fi so their wi-fi to the routers versus run you know what i mean like yeah yeah, they have like a hub and then they wi-fi it who knows um well i played I, i didn't play warzone but i played some destiny this week i also played more destiny this week than i have like all summer combined um my little one is hooked like a hundred percent she had she just got a new game last night and uh uh Paige and debbie were gonna go pick up some meds for the dogs so they're gonna be gone for like an hour and sloan looked at me and she's like can we play video games i'm like sure i'm like what do you want to play you know good job destiny um minecraft dungeons and she's like destiny i want to play destiny i'm like all right dude so I made her be a Titan uh, today because she's been playing Hunter the whole time. We're going to need to call CPS. <laughs> What's CPS? Child, Child Protection. Protective Services. Hey, man, she likes meleeing with the Hunter. So I was like, well, maybe she'll like being a Titan, you know, punching things. So, yeah. Was it a success? Uh, you know, it was cool, man, because I put on a Wither Horde for her. Okay. And uh, a Scout Rifle. And so she had a different type of loadout and then it made her do the first mission because that's the first time my Titan has been played since all the new content came out. So I made her run through that first mission with those two weapons and she hasn't had a grenade launcher before. So it was like good practice of like find cover, duck out of cover, make sure your shot is on and then take it. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, she did well, though. She beat the... She did the mission, so... And then went in and started doing public events on different... Uh, on different planets. Yeah. Our discussion with Lulu last week got me back into the, the Destiny train a little bit. Uh, I was like, I want to get my Solstice armor done. Yeah. And... Thankfully, the 10 games of Gambit drove me back to Warzone, so... I, Destiny bug considered fed. Uh, that I am not looking forward to that. So that is something that I have to do, huh? To masterwork it. Ten games uh-huh. of Gambit. Uh, yeah, ten games of Gambit. I could just let my daughter play Gambit because she oh, likes yeah. public events, and the and Gambit's kind of like public events. Like she doesn't need to know what she's doing. She just has to go kill people by the flag. Yeah. Yep. I always let uh, I always let Bryce's kid when we play. It's like you want to run strikes, you want to play Gambit. He's like, let's play Gambit, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, I won't get mad at you the same way I get mad at Hippo. Yeah, I mean, you got to get mad at Hippo. I think uh, Hippo will never play Gambit with me again after Friday night. <laughs> yeah, did you make him play ten games? No, we played four, and I just about tilted off the face of the planet. Thankfully, oh, jeez. Uh, Thankfully, everybody else hopped on and we we went raiding, and I didn't have to worry about it as much. I um I haven't played Gambit in a while, man, but I can. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I care when I do bad and lose moats, but I do care. Yeah, it was uh it was way worse when I was playing with Hippo, like, mm-hmm. and I know like Hippo doesn't care at all if we win or lose. Mm-hmm. So I'm not letting Hippo down or anything like that. But I tilted way more when I was playing with Hippo than when I played my next uh, five games the next day solo with like just randoms and win, lose, or draw. I didn't really care. It's like, all right, on to the next game. But with Hippo, I'm just like getting so mad at myself for messing up. And like, that's funny, dude. Because Hippo couldn't care less about the Gambit thing. Like, I know for a fact when I screw up with randoms, they're getting more upset than Hippo did. But so for some reason, it bothers me more. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've really had kind of like the crucible bug myself. Uh, and I've been playing with different weapons, which has kind of been fun. Um, so I was doing a bow and then also, um, Vigilance wing with a slug shotgun in the energy slot. Ooh. Yeah, and it's fun. It's been because it it makes me it makes me ensure that my shot is a headshot and within range. You know, so it's kind of like that aspect of a sniper. Um, but I have a, a quick draw snapshot Ganora's axe with some range stuff on it. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, so that I've been messing around with that. It's no quick draw snapshot mind benders, but I think it has more distance. Yeah, if with you my headshot. headshot. Yeah, well, that's you have to aim for headshots. Like that's the thing about a slug, man. You gotta, you gotta get the headshot. It's you gotta take that half second to do it. You know what you don't have to do with the mind benders? Hit a headshot. Get a headshot. Yeah. I don't know. It's been fun though, man. Like it just. Playing with different guns, you know, things yeah. that I don't normally use. Like it was, I I played a little bit with Marky Mark on Sunday. Do you guys ever have um, that experience where you 
you feel like you're tired and you like brush your teeth, you get ready for bed and you lay down in bed. And the second that you lay down, you're like, fuck, I'm wide awake still. Yes. You, you know that yes. feeling? Yeah. I had one of those and I laid there for like half a second. And I'm like, okay, why am I laying in bed? I know I'm not going to sleep. Like go play games for an hour. Then try again. So. I need to hop back on destiny. The last time I played was that, that Friday I raided with you guys. I have, no. I have no ambition to go after any solstice armor. I, I've finished it the last, what it is the third, is this the third time they've done solstice? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. So, and the last two times I've just done, you know, you do, you do all that grind and you end up doing stuff like with you guys talking about gambit. You clearly, you know, it's a love hate relationship, obviously. Right. Or, yeah. or hate, hate in that, you know, either way, but, um, I don't know. You do all that grind and then you, the armor is useless right before the next expansion. I mean, it's so I just decided not to mess with it. If I play destiny, I'm not going to worry about, you know, stuff like that. And I do want to hop on and get the, uh, what's the, what's the pulse rifle that's in the season pass, the cold denial. I do need to hop on and grab that. But, Oh yeah. The, uh, the trace rifle. Oh no, 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 the, 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 the pulse, yeah. The cold, yeah. cold denial is the pulse one. Yeah, I mean, that's Runa's really... Effigy is the, the trace. And that one's fun. That's probably... Is that the one that turns the enemies into the little purple orbs? Yep. That's probably the most fun with an exotic I've had in Destiny in a very long time. I don't yeah, think I... I really like it. I don't think I put that thing down when I raided with you guys that Friday. I think that that was one of the, my, the main guns I used. Um... It just isn't the armor going to be useful? Didn't they say some about that with the new season? Like uh, that. So when you turn it to masterwork, I think it uh, becomes a Skin. cosmetic thing. So yeah. you can put it on whatever the hell they're called. The I can't the remember skins. what it's called. Like yeah, that, yeah, the skins, like, an ornament, like an ornament. Yeah, ornament. An ornament That's thing. the word I was looking for. Yeah, I think we got H on here tonight. I would have struggled over that for hours. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I thought because I've, unlike you, H, I've actually never completed a Solstice armor. I've I've partially started it every single season, but I've never been like ah, I'm gonna go for it. And I was yeah. super happy the first time because the first time it literally was useless after the event ended. Wasn't there like special perks and the perks just went away or some shit like that? So that <laughs> it was just like oh well. I know the second set was supposed to be your first armor 2.0 set when Forsaken dropped. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, that set was kind of. I mean, you immediately were getting better drops than yeah, shit rolls. what your yeah. Solstice armor. You know, so yep. I don't know. I wasn't gonna mess with it, and and I'm not a. I don't know. I've never liked how any of it's looked. So to get the ornaments doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. So yeah, I suppose that makes not, sense. Not something I you know felt like doing and grabbing, but. Be fun to raid with you guys again, so I can not get anarchy. Well, if it makes you feel any better, uh, Durf jumped in with us this week uh, to raid, and we he so we five manned Argos as we were waiting for him because he was getting on way later than the rest of us. Um, one Senior Nessie was a little bit out of it, so we had to just put him in a spot and have him shoot shit and not die while the rest of us covered for him. Um, but we still managed to five-man Argos, even with a near-comatose Nessie. 
uh, which was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and as we killed the boss, I saw Durf's orb spawn in. So he got to the he got the the rewards with not out ever having to fire a single shot that raid. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. But then we hopped in because he still didn't have anarchy, and we're like, "Oh, we'll do that as our other thing we do tonight." And we we cleared it. Uh, took us a little while, um, and we only had time for one clear because midway through our clear, one pale hippo got a call from the missus saying, "Hey, come on over." Uh, <laughs> he's like, "Okay, guys, we got to be done now. Uh, last try." <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and Durf did not get the anarchy either, though like three anarchies dropped at the end of that. So I love, I love how that raid does that. I fucking love how that raid does that. Dude. It does. It's so too. stupid. Like, it, yeah, it's pretty silly how everyone will get one. I think all five of you guys got one at one point, didn't you? And I, and I did not. It's not it's uncommon so. when we help people that at least one member of the raid team gets like three anarchies before the person that doesn't have it gets one. Yeah, like it seems like that is it seems like just plan on four or five clears to get that one for that person. It it, the funny thing, like and I don't care if I don't get it, I don't get it. But it was just hilarious how many of them were dropping. Mm -hmm. And we I think we did that. Didn't we do it four or five times that night, too? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's pretty funny. But if I don't get it, then no big deal. Yeah, well, there there will be weekends that I am gone that you can take my place going into I think, fall. I think I still need a crown clear and a garden clear. And then what's the other one I need? I, I need one K voices. I think aspire. I think I need aspire clear because I haven't I haven't jumped in that one at all. Spire's but, fun. Yeah, it looks. Yeah. Uh, now that the final boss is so easy to melt. Uh because that was always our problem was just killing the final boss. Getting to the final boss was well, never really a problem for us. It wasn't even the DPS on the final boss. It's just that that raid has so many fucking moving parts for those fights. Like it's really it's it's really easy to get into a spot where you can't recover. Yeah. Like there's opportunity for recovery, but there's equally a lot of things that can get fucked up really fast that you can't recover from. Plus, we drink a lot on Friday nights. Yeah, that's and weird. the longer the uh, final encounter goes, and the more fuck ups we have, they just build on each other. So, but Spire is real easy now. Yeah, yeah. I just I'd like to get some of those other ones done before they get vaulted. I yeah. mean, just to get them done. I mean, at that point, I just want to finish, get some stuff finished before it goes away. Well, I am. I'm playing a lot more Destiny. That's for sure. I think I've played almost every day for the past like three or four days. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun right now. Hmm. Um. I also picked out. Well, I helped my parents pick out a gift for my daughter that she opened early yesterday, which was a good job for the Nintendo Switch. Uh this game is amazing, dude. It's uh. 20 bucks so it's not even like a full price game you know it's kind of like celeste right celeste is usually like seven to fourteen dollars it's a good game for what it is uh this is like super basic graphics but it's puzzles you know like it's an office setting right so a puzzle might be 
like move the projector from run one room to the other room and plug it in because their projector broke, right? So you have to like go get it. But you get rewarded for doing damage and stuff too. So like you can like plug things in and use the plugs as, as like a elastic band and like launch the projector through like three walls, you know, and just, I don't know, man. <laughs> you can just cause chaos and, and the whole world is, you know, you're able to just blow it up and break walls and do all sorts of fun things. So um, that part of it's fun, but the way that they do split screen is awesome too. So the split screen moves based on where you are in the map. So like, think it's kind of like a top-down view. And it, if you guys are standing next to each other and, and H starts going up to the top right, the the um, split cam will kind of come in at an angle almost. So as H is leaving the screen, the, the top corner of the screen would start moving with H. You oh, know? And then if he yeah, and then if he comes down like around clockwise, let's say, and comes up below you, like the the actual split in the screen will rotate as he's rotating around the map. You know, so it kind of stays on your side, but it moves a little bit as you move in and out of the other person's view to like kind of make it I don't know. It it makes it really seamless. It's really cool. We'll have to check it out. Avery's been, she hasn't asked for a new Switch game, but it's been a while since we've got her one. So just give her some more options. Yeah, I think the, I think the, the like humor part of it really makes it like a fun indie game. My, I mean, my parents watched my kids clear the first two levels and my, uh, my stepdad was like belly laughing as he was watching them like destroy things in the office. So yeah, it's cool. Avery and I have been playing um, Grounded on Game Pass and just having a blast with that game. What is Grounded? It's uh, basically Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh. That's 100% what it is. But it is. It looks like a kid's game, but dude, that game is freaking hard. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's a full on survival game and you pick one of four characters. They drop you off. Like you come to in, um, there's a case that has four kind of cutouts. You can kind of tell you were inside this like briefcase or whatever, and you just wake up and you're shrunk and you're in the backyard and they, they kind of have a story. Um, but it's more so they just give you, you know, different tasks to do and you can, you have to craft all your own weapons, you craft all your own armor. Um, and then you start base building and I have, kind of really taken to the base building. I probably spent a weekend just building this. Um, I'll send you guys some screenshots of it, but I just well, I've made seen this. some of these pictures. It's I've, absurd. Yeah, really? it's, it's silly how much and you, yeah. And so you just it, um, it's a survival game. So you have to eat, drink like you have to find like a like a juice box. Like you have to find a Capri Sun that's dripping juice slowly out of the straw and you drink that or you'll have to eat like mushrooms or you can kill certain bugs and then you can cook them and then eat them and and uh they give you at the at the beginning of the game they give you an arachnophobia warning because the spiders will scare the shit out of you um but and and right now like so i think the game from what i understand is it's still early release so it's only 20 percent released and it's already massive Hmm. Uh, so i think the first major update comes out this month i think it's this week actually uh 
but they're adding underwater. Um, they're going to add a new armor set and new weapon set. Um, because you can kill the animals and then you craft or the bugs and then you can craft weapons and armor out of out of the bug parts. So you can get like ladybug armor that slowly regens your health or uh, the ant armor. You can carry more materials or you can walk inside ant hills and the ants won't bug you like they won't attack you because they think you're an ant. Um, so there's all the different armor sets that you craft all have a different perk. Um but they're going to add a koi armor so you can you can swim underwater longer. And then they're going to add, um, I think eventually they like they've kind of hinted at bee armor and stuff like that. So it's pretty neat. Um, That's cool, man. They some of the new stuff is already in creative mode, so you can kind of go in there and see what it is now without having any repercussions. And then you start your, you know, you go back to your full game and and uh, later on, and they'll they'll add that stuff in there later. So. So yeah, if you're neat. if you're building this base and you die, does it all get reset? No. So if you die, all of your stuff drops right where you died. Um, so they start you with nothing. Like so, if you die, you respawn and you have nothing on you, and you have to quickly grab like your sprigs and your plant fiber and your your pebbles to make a new weapon, and then run to where your backpack dropped, and then that backpack will have all of your gear that you lost. So you can essentially, um, I think when me and Avery first started playing, we kind of died a bunch. And so you would see on the map all of these little backpacks that all had random stuff in them. Um, and eventually we kind of went around and grabbed all of them again. But yeah, it's uh, if for for being like for for as childish as it looks, the game's actually pretty tough. Awesome. Um, and it has kind of a steep learning curve because they really don't tell you a whole lot. Um, they just kind of drop you in the backyard and you're this little kid that's shrunk. Are you playing on your Xbox or are you playing on PC? I'm playing on Xbox. Um, they have it on PC, so I don't know if, I don't know if there's cross play. Like if I could play on PC and Avery can play on the, on her Xbox, I'm not sure. But right now we're just both playing on Xbox. No, I just Game Pass works on PC, so I didn't know yep. if you had like it, loaded that game on PC to tr- to play with her versus Xbox. No, no, I didn't. Um, but it is it is on there, so it is a it is a Game Pass Ultimate game, so it is on uh, Game Pass for both. So, but I haven't I haven't put it on my PC yet. Hmm. So, are you playing more of it than Avery, or are you waiting till she gets on and you guys play together only? I hundred percent play way more than her. Okay, I was just wondering if this has become your game that you got yeah. for for nope. us, and it became my game. <laughs> nope we uh we started playing it, and then um it turned into like she had like volleyball, like she would go to volleyball practice. She had things going on, and so and then and this was like right after I think I really started playing it. It was right after my surgery when I was off work. So I just, I mean, I would spend the four days I was off. That's all I did was build this giant grass mansion on this fence post. <laughs> I love it, dude. So yeah, it's pretty wild, but the crafting's really good. The building is really good and you can do tons of stuff on it. Um, it's, it's pretty cool how complex that game is and it's still early release right now. So as long as those <laughs> a-hole spiders don't kill you dude, the spiders are dicks. 
I'm still so on the fence on whether I'm going to pick up Game Pass or not. Like, there's so many there's games that I would le- legit like to play on Game Pass, um, but at the same time. If I have time to play, I probably only want to play like Destiny or whatever my friends are playing. You know what I mean? So I'm going to keep it. I did not um, pre-order the new uh, Beyond Light. I did not Mm -hmm. pre-order it, but it's going to be on Game Pass. So like it's a day one Game Pass release now. So I don't have to buy it. Um, The cool thing about Game Pass is if a game leaves, right? Because some of the games do. Like I think they put Red Dead... Red Dead 2 is on there for a while um, and they're and they they do announce kind of like Netflix does they announce when a game's going away but if you own Game Pass and a game is on there you could buy it to own at a discount so you know if they if they get their hooks in you with like you know like I've really enjoyed Red Dead but I don't actually own it so I can go in and buy it a little cheaper um, before it goes away so that's kind of the plus of it as well hmm, that's cool yeah, I um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good games on it. I, I still want to play the Ori games. Um, but I haven't decided if I'm going to pre-order Destiny just so I have it on both the PC and the Xbox or if I'm going to do Game Pass yet. But um, maybe I need to buy a living room Xbox and justify Game Pass that way so my kids and I can couch potato it. Well, and that's what's cool about that too is so like I have Avery uses my <clears throat> my old 1S. And so since the 1S is my home Xbox, so she shares Game Pass with me. So all I have to do is log into my account, download the game, but then she can log into her account and play it just the same and she has full Xbox Live Gold. So I'm not buying Gold again. I'm not buying Game Pass again. She gets all those benefits that I have that I already paid for. And, you know, she has it since her Xbox is my home. So I I think that's how that service was intended to work, you know, is that you can have more than one Xbox in your house and everybody in your house can do, you know, multiple things on it without having to buy a bunch of stuff over and over again. Yeah, that's nice. That is nice that 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 you can do that. I know you can always download your profile, too. They've kind of built that in from the start, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I ended up I ended up getting Game Pass with because when I got my One X I did that their all Xbox All Access where it was just it it was one price where I bought the Xbox the Game Pass Ultimate and I think I what else, I don't remember what else I got with it but it was it, it was two years of so it was kind of like financing the Xbox right you kind of make payments on it but I've already paid it off. So you you get the Xbox and you get two years of Game Pass Ultimate for one price. So that was a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, I I'm still kicking myself because I I knew about the buy three years of Xbox Gold and get Game Pass for a dollar. And I I just never took the opportunity to do it. Yeah, but um, I've been playing Celeste too, Uh, Celeste as well. Maybe I should say that less confusing. Uh, Still haven't beaten that yet, huh? No, no. But dude, I love the Switch for that reason. Like, if I only have like 15 minutes, you know, just pick it up, sit down on the sofa, try a level a couple times, hope that you make it make it to an autosave. Um, yeah. I brought in the car uh, for, for driving out of town Friday when we left. The missus said that she would drive, so I got to sit in the passenger seat and 
have some video game time on the way up, which was a treat. I never get to do that, so that was cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, anything else video games, boys? No? How about fitness stuff? It's been a good couple of weeks. The weights yeah. are starting to go back up. I'm starting to feel real good about that. Uh, I had been getting kind of frustrated that it was going so slow uh, after the gyms reopened. Like June and July were just rough months. Like workouts were hard, but the weight was pretty light. And it was just like, why is this so hard? And I mean, we also sort of realized that I'm 20 pounds lighter than I was when the gyms closed. I lost 20 pounds in that uh, three months when the gyms were closed. Nice, dude. Uh, so, yeah, some of it was fat, but some of it was muscle, too. And I just needed to. Uh, oh, sure. I just needed to get back into the, you know, the swing of things and get get a consistent going and get my diet right for lifting versus my diet right when I wasn't working out. Uh, so the last three weeks have been just like session after session being like, I don't think I can do it, but I'll try and see what I can do. And then I'll get to the end of the set and I'm like, holy shit, I did it. And not only did I do it, it felt good. So we're getting there. Yeah. It's nice when you slowly start to see progress, but it can be hard if you, you know, when you could do something before uh, and then you can't do it anymore. Right. Like, like coming, dude, even coming off my, when my calf was messed up in, in June and July, like when I started running again and I had a run where like I got to nine miles and I was like, I don't know if I can go any further. And I was like uh, a month and a half ago, like I was running, you know, 13 plus multiple times a week. So yeah. it's, you know. So but then it starts coming up. Right? It's, yeah. yeah, but then it yeah, then you just start adding to it and it Like today I did two twenty five for my squats and they were they were really good and easy and like yeah, I could start going up and weight again from this. Uh but then I think back to February and I was doing the same number of sets and reps at two seventy five and I'm like, Nope, couldn't do that right now. Couldn't even get close to that. That's just like uh so close. But I don't know. It, it works out like those three months off. Let me heal my shoulder to a spot where it wouldn't be feeling nearly as good as it does now if I was still going to the gym and trying to work around that injury. So that's good. It's it's good not to be injured, man. Yeah, I mean it still takes twice as long to warm up my left shoulder than it does my right. So on chest days, it's like I have to go in twenty minutes early and just do like flexibility and stabilization exercises for about 20 minutes before I can start doing the actual workout. But makes sense though. Get to get the muscles firing, dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to rip anything up any worse than it already is, but it's just like, and it's, it's like obvious the difference. Like my right arm will fly up and doing stuff. And then I get to my left arm and it's just like, Oh God, it hurts so much. So, so, when I like similar on on a similar note, when I run, um, if I just leave my house and go out into the bigger neighborhood within the first like the first two blocks, I'm almost running downhill the whole way. Like it's just a little flat past my neighbors and then it's just downhill. Um, 
and like that fucks with my muscles, right? Because you're you're running down a decline, so you're hitting harder when you land, and so all like to the same extent where you're saying it helps to do the stability stuff and warm up before you get into it. Like a lot of times, I'll run uh, like around the flat part of the circle of my neighborhood and add on like a half mile before I hit that decline, because it just fucks with my muscles, man. It's like. Yeah. You know, you can't just go go on go in a hundred percent. Like sometimes it really helps to get warmed up. Yep, you end up with a better workout yep. in the end when you do that too, even if it takes a little bit longer. Um, I scheduled a second trail run for this fall, uh, this week. You haven't even finished your first one yet. I know we're gonna go. So that's so the big ones in October, end of October. Um, my cousin and I are going to go up to um, the North Shore, Lake Superior, um, in middle of September. And we're going to camp and then run and then camp and then run and then go home. So we go up there Friday, camp, like hike in, find a spot to camp on the trail. And then run all day and then pick up our stuff and move camp and then sleep and then wake up and then run for a while and then drive home. So it should be interesting. That's a that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited though, man. Well, that's good. It yeah. should be fun, I would imagine. If running is your a, thing. It's cool, like it's really, really cool territory. You know, like the North Shore, like it's I don't know. It's some of, I think it's some of the best stuff in Minnesota for sure. Yeah. I just hope that uh, late September will be cool enough that you can wear a hat and not put a stupid top knot in for your Instagram pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll be cooler. I'll be able to wear a hat. Won't have to worry about about sweat. (laughs) Um, Hey, other other cool things I did this weekend. I biked 50 miles. Yeah, I saw that. That's a hell of a bike ride. Yeah, it's cool, man. The like it's um. About 15 miles to go from the trail I was on to the to Paul Bunyan State Park. But then that that strip of, of mileage through the state park is just constant turns and ups and downs. Um, and I don't know, dude, it's it's like 10 or 10 or. Yeah, probably about 10 miles of it. So it's a good workout because you're constantly like climbing hills and, and going down them. But then you're also just flying like on paved trails, like and and well maintained paved trails. You know they aren't super bumpy or anything like that. Um, so that was a blast, man. Good yeah, to get I've out seen, on the bike. Seen your pictures, and I definitely need to bring my bike with me up there and get get some rides in up your way. I've seen uh, so you're like the rides that you've posted, and then my boss's brother, he lives in Oregon, and he he gravel rides up there and. It by far and away blows away any scenery. Oh, and dude, I'm old, sure. Old Kansas. So, yeah, you can't beat mountains, dude. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I need to get my bike out more often too. But it's just so hot, and I don't really love doing long rides or runs or anything like that to begin with. Although biking is far better than running for me. Uh, so my hope is that when it cools down, I'll start going again because I have a bike trail literally right next to my house. And I can ride that thing for 30 miles. I mean, I can't because I don't have that level of ability. Uh, but 
if somebody was, say, trained up well enough and had the inclination to do it, they could ride it for 30 plus miles in one direction and then come back. <laughs> Is that the one that we walk on to Beer Fest? Yes, but in the other Ooh. direction, it goes uh, it goes for forever. That That's a nice trail, man. Like yeah, that's really a, nice. That would be uh, nice to bike on. It gets a little rough when you get out past uh, Epic and out that way as you're heading down to Mount Horeb, but uh, it's still very nice. Like, it's not as well manicured, but it's still very nice. And, like, uh, you get into the driftless area, so, like, where the glaciers split around uh, during the Ice Age, it came around this area. So you have, like, these really just different hills than, like, everywhere else where it's the rolling kettles and moraines and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's it's pretty amazing uh, in terms of actual views. Yeah, that would be cool. My, my buddy, um, I think I said this before, but he's done quite a few Ironmans in his lifetime. Um, and he said that the hardest Ironman he's ever run ever was the Madison one. Well, I mean, you, we walked the campus that one time. You saw the, the couple of the hills we went up and down in the 90 but it degree heat. Yeah, he said it isn't even just the hills. It's just that there's so many of them. Like, you're constantly climbing. Because he's done, he's done them out in the mountains. Like, I think the one he did in um, Idaho, it was like in the triple digits. But he said Madison is just, it just it's a killer, man. Cause, because <laughs> of the way the hills are. Yeah, it, they're just like, yeah rolling rolling hills yeah unlike kansas which has no hills we have hills <laughs> <laughs> yeah he has a big race out by him yeah, yeah. i've seen yeah. i've seen video of that dude that looks some of that land looks really cool so my longest my longest ride was part of part of that course um, the paved, yeah. So I rode to Sun City and back, and that's where um, that race kind of takes you. It, I mean, I went the more direct route, but yeah, they you you ride on some farmland, and it's a it's pretty good elevation. So Sun City for me was all downhill. So coming back um, when I did that ride was was pretty tough, but yeah, it'll be that's fun. The worst. I'm I'm a. I'm looking forward to getting back on it. I mean, I've got, I'm going crazy not being able to do anything. So that's where it's been nice. You know, when I had to change up my goals and change to some, some breathing exercises and mm-hmm. kind of taking a, um, you know, I, I, I chose like a no screen time or no phone time, whatever, but it's, it's almost, you know, it's, it's a good meditation time just to kind of clear my head because I, you know, I, uh, fluffy, I think I had messaged you like, not being able to, you you know, when you do something for exercise and then you start to like it so much that it becomes a hobby and you do it for fun and then you just get that ripped out from under you. Like, dude, I was depressed. Like, yeah. It sucked. And mm-hmm. uh, so having to change those goals for this, you know, this this round of competition to more like, hey, let me work on some mental things. And uh, that's really helped. But yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I'm itching to get back on the bike. So, yeah, it's hard, man, especially with with um, things that are cardio like that, because you're used to 
expelling energy for long periods of time, you know, like when you go on big bike rides and stuff like that. So then not having that outlet at all totally messes with your mind from the physical aspect of it, too. So, yeah, you I get just it. don't get the dopamine like that mm-hmm. was no. you could tell. I mean, I, I we've, I've said this on the here before when the gyms reopened at the end of May, I was like, I'm going back. Uh, like the worst headspace I was in was late May after not being able to do much of anything for three months. Right. And it's like getting that back. I'm like, whatever. If I get sick, I get sick. But th- at that point in time, getting sick was more. Uh, I don't know more appealing to me than sitting at home and not doing anything because right. I was like, I was losing my mind. Um, so we ordered some of the under armor sports masks that they created. Cause they're supposed to be pretty legit for being able to breathe and Mine's too big. like run and things like that and actually still filter or do mask things. Um, we ordered them end of June one of the last two days of June, and it was supposed to be delivered mid-August. And I had mine. Yeah, dude. So I call or I I went onto their chat yesterday. I think and I was like, "Hey, I last email I got from you guys was like beginning of the month, and it said it would ship no later than the seventeenth, and I haven't received that email yet." And they're like, "Oh, um, yeah, your PayPal didn't go through, so we didn't send it." And I'm like, I have the email from PayPal saying it was authorized. I'm like, I have you telling me that you're going to ship it in two weeks. And then I have no communication. Like, why wouldn't you say, like, can you submit this again? Or, you know, like, this happened or, you know, something of that accord. And they're like, no, we just canceled the order. And I'm like, so I have to, I just have to, like, place a new order and wait again? Like, that's fucking stupid. Oh, well, we, I placed my order. What's that? I said I placed my order already. But. Oh, okay. I was going to say, mine's a little bit big, so it loses a little bit that way, but it doesn't actually... I don't, I don't like it. The, you don't like it? I mean, I don't dislike it. It's just the uh, the cloth one that I have uh, that I've been using feels much better and fits my face better and... Uh, is more flexible, I think, is the best way that I would put it. So it, uh, I don't know, even if it fit perfectly, like instead of being a little bit too big, like if I if I pinch the elastic or something like that, it'll it'll be fine. But it doesn't. It's nothing special. I regret spending thirty dollars on it. Ah, uh, okay. See, and that's funny. My buddy Squid got his too. He he was the one who told me about it. So he got his like two weeks ago. And he said um, it seemed to fit his seemed to fit him okay, but he has glasses, and he said it didn't fog his glasses. And I'm like, okay, that's nice because the one thing that sucks is wearing like sunglasses and a mask, and then you stop like biking or running or whatever you're doing, and it just instantly fogs. Yeah, well, you and I differ that way in that when I'm outside, I'm not wearing a mask. I only wear it when I'm inside. So, yeah. And there, you know, when you're weightlifting, I don't need to have my glasses on. So I just take them off and put them on the side and go blind in my <laughs> in my lifting endeavors. It helps you focus. No. It's <laughs> like it's like tying you you just need to like psych everyone out and just it's tie like, a blindfold around your eyes. Yeah. yeah. 
It's it's like Lincoln Hawk taking his hat and turning it backwards. I was just about to make that reference. Fluffy doesn't get that reference. Nope. Is it wrestling? It has all the drama of Kramer versus Kramer, but it adds in arm wrestling. Yep. Over the Top is the name of the movie. It's a Sylvester Stallone movie. He drives a truck and... To win custody of his child, he needs to win an arm wrestling tournament. Nope, I have not seen it. It is exactly as great as it sounds. Yep. It's like a switch. He has his hat and he just turns it backwards. Also, the kid is a giant wiener kid and I don't know why he's trying so hard to get custody of the kid. (laughs) (laughs) Just let that kid stay with his mom, honestly. (laughs) That's funny, dude. These are the things I think about uh, when I watch movies that involve custody cases for kids. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. He's even fighting for this kid. Jesus, I, you're out. You're they're dragging you back in. I wonder though, like, are there any movies that have custody where you think that they should take the kid? Because I mean, you kind of like enjoy your life, like you know. Kids seem great for other people. Yeah. See, that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like. I don't think they could sell you on taking the custody. <laughs> Probably not. Um. So, did you guys watch Space Force on Netflix? No. No. It's good. We just finished it. It's funny. I uh, I I very much enjoyed it. So, if you're looking for a good comedy, Steve Carell does a good job. I might check it out. Yeah, I think we're we're almost done with uh, Umbrella Academy season two. So once we're done with that, might get thrown in there. Yeah, I have not watched any of those. It's it's really good. Is it? Yeah, it's very good. What what kind of uh, show is it? Um, it's kind of a rogue superhero show, I guess. The this. Um, so they're in season two now. So season one starts with, uh, these kids were born under strange circumstances and this guy adopts all of them. Um, and they all have certain powers and he kind of raises them to be, um, these superheroes in there. The, the group is called the umbrella Academy and it just kind of, it's a very odd show. It's a little more Avery loves it, but it's probably slightly too adult for her. Um, mm-hmm. Not not terrible, but um, it's interesting. It's not like the boys type, you know. But it is they are they are some uh, interesting characters, so to say the least. Boys season two should be coming out in the near future too, right? Very soon. I'm yes. pretty excited about that. Yep, and I think they just did. They just con- they just confirmed season three as well, didn't they? I didn't see that, but I would be okay with it. They the first showed season was great. They showed uh, so they I've seen one of the characters that's gonna be in season three, and that's um, old Jensen Ackles from Supernatural is gonna be in season three. Which makes sense, because I think one of the showrunners for Supernatural is a showrunner for this one as well. 
very cool. Um, so Prime just like not just, but we just realized that Prime updated their their settings so that Google Play, like the Google Chromecast, will accept Prime for streaming now. Because when when Google and Amazon were not friends, like they didn't let each other's like software talk on their devices. So like Fire Stick wouldn't take like like YouTube stuff or you know Google owned products and um, Chromecast wouldn't take Amazon Prime for streaming. Well, it works now. So now we, now we can actually use Prime to watch TV, which is nice. Nice. And uh, yeah, so we last night we made the decision. We were looking at what to watch, and I I did suggest watching the boys, and uh, we realized Psych was on there, like all the seasons of Psych, and we used to really like that show. So we're like, fuck it, we're gonna watch Psych beginning to end. So my wife and I, I think, are gonna tackle that. That should be good. Nice, nice. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. I don't think I've ever seen any of that. Psych? Do you watch? Yeah. Do you watch any documentaries at all? No, not a lot. So there's a a documentary on there you should check out called Three Identical Strangers. That is, it's it's nutty. Like, I I don't know how people got away with what they did with all of these sets of twins and triplets, but it's it's kind of disturbing. Okay. So it's uh basically the story of these these triplets in the 70s um and they were they were all adopted out um they were in this adoption agency but this adoption agency was working with this doctor and they they were adopted to three different families of different um social statuses so like one middle class one low class one high class um and they wanted to see how the triplets were were like if their upbringings changed kind of how you know they grew up or whatever it was yeah. a, it's a really weird but they they end up finding each other like one of them goes to college and when he gets on campus all of the students are like oh hey like how you doing man what's up and this is his first year there and so he's like how do all these people know like what are they, why are they calling me this other name and a friend of one of the triplets walks up to him and he goes, hey, aren't you? he's like, were you adopted? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, is this the agency? He goes, yeah. And he goes, you have a twin brother. And so he's like, come with me. And they call this other twin. And um, it sure enough, I mean, that, you know, it's, they're talking to these. So these two these two brothers are talking. Well, then the third one pops up because he sees it, an article in the newspaper about him and it ends up that they were just part of some large social experiment and it it's it's pretty wild dude it's pretty disturbing but yeah it's crazy that yeah. that someone just was like i'm just going <clears> to <throat> just going to fuck with these kids to see what happens well they and they find out like as you watch it you find out that it's happened to multiple sets of of you know siblings it's it's wild well it's crazy but anyway yeah there's some, uh, something to watch for you on Amazon. Rob, did you ever watch Psych? Yes. Love it. Uh, so I don't think you were back when I said this. So Debbie and I decided we're just going to watch everything. Season episode one, all the way through all eight seasons. And the movies? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we probably should watch the movies. There's two, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's great. I love it. It makes me laugh. Dula Hill's 
always got a you know soft spot in my heart because he was in West Wing, which is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. So, dude, their chemistry, uh, like the their chemistry on the show is amazing. Like yeah. I forgot how good it was. Like they they work really well together. Yeah, has Debbie yeah. never seen it? No, she's seen it. Uh, H hasn't seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, what? How old is the show? Uh, two thousands era. I yeah, think. yeah. Because like, they have eight seasons and they've done two movies. Yeah, and it's, say it's, it's not like, on the air anymore. Yeah, mid two thousands to mid early twenty tens. Yeah, it's probably like like Parks and Rec office time frame, like somewhere okay. around there. Although honestly, all of my years uh, blend together these days, so it's hard to hard to actually say without yeah. uh, doing a very quick Google search while I talk slowly. Uh, two thousand six to twenty fourteen. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to try to find it. See if that's something we'll both enjoy. Yeah, the it's interesting because uh, episode one is a pilot. And it's like an hour and 10 minutes. And then they do a, uh, some minor character changes and then it kind of gets into it. But Yeah, yeah. anyways, Sorry. I'm excited. I new headphones. The uh, yeah. earbuds was a terrible decision. Uh, I had planned last night to watch one episode of Psych and then uh, come play video games. I was really jonesing to play more video games. And uh, we watched the first episode and we laughed so much. I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, let's watch another psych. Like, video games will have to wait. It's too good tonight. So, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. I've been finding myself doing that with books lately. Like, I'll just read a couple of chapters before I go to bed to, like, uh, wind down. And the next thing I know, it's four hours later. And I'm like, well, fuck. It's two o'clock. My alarm's set to go off at 5.30. What the hell am I going to do now? Oh. Yeah, so just keep reading. Yeah, not not wake up at five thirty. <laughs> I still wake up, log in, check to make sure that there's nothing crazy at work, and then maybe take a nap before stand up. Then yeah, you know, start my work day for real with the daily stand up. Yeah, I I like I like a good cup of coffee before I'm actually awake. Awake. Um, benefits of working working at home, right? Mm-hmm. So, should we add music to this playlist of ours? Seems like a reasonable thing to do. Um, so, I copied all of these links into my notes. And Ben gave us, Thus from my lips, by yours, My sin is purged, that's just a song name, by... As cities burn. Yeah. I feel like I've heard this band before. I didn't listen to it yet, but uh, I'm excited for it because it's got like 40 words in the title. Yeah, the title is literally a poem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. H, uh, I'm interested to see what you have for us. So this was... uh... This was interesting, but uh, since I took over Chuck's meatloaf channel over the weekend with my barbecue talk, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Barbecue by Guttermouth. I like Guttermouth. 
I've wanted to put one of their songs on the playlist for a while, but um, it's tough to decide which gutter mouth song you're going to pick without offending somebody. So my, we were just talking about this. I think it was um, Guardian Downcast had posted, I think it was, the, or maybe even it was just Gator, um, had posted a Descendants uh, like icon talking about the Descendants. Yeah. And I was like, dude, my first concert was Descendants and Lesson Jake, but Guttermouth was there too. Yeah. So oh, no, no, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Guttermouth was the next one. But they're they're like um, I don't know they're dirty punk for sure. Like yeah. they're, they that yeah. raw dirty like yeah. Like the the song lip isn't the song lipstick where he just makes fun of his mom the entire time. Oh, I don't know any of their songs by name. He's but. yeah, he's got a couple songs where like that dude just he trashes his mother in the most hilarious fashion. Yeah. Yeah, man, they're they're uh, they're definitely a '90s punk group. Yeah, you know they're on all the Warp Tour, Warp Tour tours, and all those things. So, yeah, when you when you commented on that Instagram post, I and then you messaged me to be on. I almost picked a uh, Less Than Jake song. So Less Than Jake was my second. That was my second concert I'd ever been to. Oh, that's funny, man. They so, put on a good show. They do. They, they always so put on a good show. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, it was. Um, so it was I, I believe it was Less Than Jake, Blue Meanies, and Descendants, and then the following week was uh, Real Big Fish, Guttermouth, and um, Nice Goldfinger. Yeah. So, so Goldfinger was my very first concert, and then my my buddies, bunch of my friends in high school, had a ska band, and they got to open for Blue Meanies and Mu Three Thirty. So. Uh, this is this is back when you could smoke in um in the clubs. Blue Meanies had the little cigarette holders on their trombones um, and trumpets. So as they would play, they had clove cigarettes hanging off of their instruments. So they're like playing their like ska punk music and then just blowing puffs of smoke out of the like brass instruments. That was pretty funny. Ah, nineties, nineties for you, man. Yep. How was the turkey? Oh, the turkey was delicious. Yeah, it looked really good. It turned out really well. Tammy did all the lifting. I just drank a beer and watched temperatures, make sure it didn't overcook. That's the best part of uh, having a smoker. Yep. It's an all-day excuse to sit outside and drink beer. Oh, yes. Um, I like that the, the meatloaf channel has been turned into the meat channel. You have noticed Chuck hasn't said anything in Discord since that meatloaf channel came up, though. Somebody's going to need to put some meatloaf in there. Although H did post meatloaf pictures. I did. So maybe Chuck's just being rude. I mean, uh, he asked for it, and I'm more than happy to provide it. I'm just not. It, meatloaf isn't my thing, man. So I'm not going to be adding to it. I put three different kinds of meatloaf in that channel immediately. so meatloaf is your thing i mean we kind of dropped the ball on adding meatloaf as a uh as a song here on the playlist this week you still have a pick left yeah so do you what do you got for me uh i'm gonna do roses by saint john oh funny it posted 
Did you post it below me yes. posting in there? I, I did. Oh my god. I sent it to you in Discord and you're like, you know what would make this even easier for me if you put it in the in the notes and I'm like, fine. <laughs> and I saw you had already posted it there, so I just pasted it again and said you I love this round. Love it. For a second there I thought it copied copied and pasted twice, and I'm like, oh, I pasted it in there twice. And then I'm like, no, no, I did not. Nope, it you was didn't. Added. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, okay, so I have um, a song that came on as I was cutting the grass today over my lunch break, and uh, this is, um, it's an old one, but it's a good one, uh, from 2004, um, Crooked, which is a joint effort between Evil Nine and Aesop Rock. That sounds I don't know, man. Good. It's a, it's a... It's a very good ASAP Rock song, I think. This is the first ASAP Rock song added to day two? Maybe. He's on day one quite a bit, but. Is he really? Well, if you count, like, the Uncluded and stuff like that. Yeah, it is the first ASAP Rock. Yeah, Uncluded is. That's going to be an album pick sometime soon, I think. I like it. Yep. So, all right, that's our music. Where are we at now? We are at 98 songs, 6 hours and 44 minutes. I realized uh, when we had the the three-year show with like 800 guests, mm-hmm. like seven different uh, seven-plus-minute songs got added to the playlist. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure that day two is going to have far fewer songs than day one based solely on the fact that we just added all of the long songs in one night. You know what, though? It's okay, because it's, it's about the day, right? It's about the 24 hours. It's yep. not about the number of songs. That's yep. your statement. Yep. So, I can't wait to put uh, in the God of Davida in there. I still like that we made... We took the suggestion from Cliff and put Yankee and the Brave as the first song on the playlist. Back at it like a crack addict. Yep. All right, boys. Um, anything beer? Oh, I had beer stuff. Yeah. Let's talk I haven't about drank beer. since that fateful raid night, so. Really? Yeah. You weren't there for that, were you? No, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. That that was um, the previous weekend was I'm never going to drink again. And then the previous weekend before that was I'm never going to drink again. But this was really like the... The cultivating moment of I need to take a break, huh? Yeah, I was that was rough. Yeah. So I I dude, I had a wine hangover the other week and that that put me in my place. It sucks getting old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I've been doing pretty good on the not drinking beer for two, two and a half weeks, something like that. And we went up north and um the thought of drinking wine just wasn't set, settling with me and i was like fuck it we're on vacation this weekend so i went and got some sours and they had two really good ones man that i really like um half brothers out of fargo makes a harvester of sour which is like a fruited gauze of theirs um or fruited goes i said gauze not not for stuffing wounds definitely for drinking <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, it, dude, it's it's such a good such a good sour. And then um, I think it's Drekker Brewing Company has Techno Viking, which is a a Ber- Berliner Weiss. I don't know. Have you heard of that before? Yeah, Weiss beers are great. Yeah, I mean that's that's lighter, <clears throat> you know. So you're thinking like like lighter lager ale, yeah, yeah style. Um, but yeah, they said it has a German Pilsner malt backbone. So it's kind of like a light and refreshing sour. I don't know. It's good for being out in the sun. That's for sure. Indeed. In sad news, the beer fest that got rescheduled to October has officially been canceled. This It week. has been. Yeah. So just another thing in October that isn't going to happen. Like Albert. I know it's, uh, I haven't canceled my PTO yet for for um, Albuquerque, but I know that I can't go to Albuquerque because they have that two-week ban, well, right? Not a ban, but... Well, it's a two-week, you have to like quarantine, quarantine for yeah. two, two weeks. Yeah, that doesn't work with my PTO. Self-quarantine. Nobody's going to check you on it. You know what's crazy is before my surgery and they because they were going to do I didn't have to to the facility I used I did not have to take a COVID test but they were going to do a COVID test if it was at a hospital and even the hospital it was going to be at told me they're like well we you're supposed to quarantine after the test but we don't know what you will or won't do and I'm like this is crazy it's mm-hmm. just it was just wild to me that they were like, "Hey, we're going to test you. You're supposed to quarantine, but please quarantine wink wink. Like if you don't do it, we'll never know." It was just kind of weird to get that kind of talk from them about that. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then the and then this the facility that the surgery was at didn't require it. So I don't know. I thought it was weird. My um when I, when, when I went and got LASIK done, they were pretty hardcore about it. And that was back in early July. No, mid-June mid maybe. But they were like, they had sectioned off their waiting room. So like you could only sit in like a certain square of the waiting room. Like yeah. and the next person had to be on the other side. And you could only come in if you had an appointment. And they made you like check your mask and sanitize and... I think I sanitized like three or four times before I even got to the to the actual like doctor's exam room. So, yeah, yeah, there's definitely different levels to things based on what their beliefs are on things. Right. Yeah. Tammy didn't get to wait in the waiting room. She I don't even know if they let her wait in the building like they called her when I woke up to come get me like she never even like she was outside. You know, it was just kind of weird that, you know, that whole situation. I don't know. Yeah. It's just strange. Yeah. You haven't whined about um, your eyes in a while. Uh, LASIK uh, turned out all right in the end. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, my buddy that went to the same doctor um, had a similar experience, he said, where that they, you know, they said, oh, this many weeks and you won't need drops and you'll start seeing 2020 and blah, blah, blah. And 
their estimate for me was like two or three weeks off and their estimate for him was like two or three weeks off. So it took longer to heal than what they were presenting for both of us. Assholes. Yeah. I still, dude, I still have to put in eye drops when I wake up in the morning though. Like my eyes still get drier than they used to. Whatever. You don't have to put in contacts. Dude, you don't have to it's wear so glasses. Nice. It's so nice. It still feels weird to only brush my teeth and then go to bed. Like not even though like contacts is such a minor step or taking off glasses is such a minor step, like it's it's still weird. You know, like you get done, you're like, I have all this time. I <laughs> thought you meant it was it's weird only to like brush ten your seconds. Teeth. What's that? It's only weird to brush your teeth at night. I brush my... You don't brush your teeth at night? No, that's... Really? When I was joking. (laughs) Never mind. It was a bad joke, and it's gone horribly awry. Okay. I was trying to make fun of you. I brush my teeth at night. Everybody brushes their teeth. Whatever. Not everyone. Some people are weird, man. (sighs) The worst. I brush my teeth at night. What's that? I brush my teeth at night. Good, you should. Methods probably don't, you know? Like, because it hurts. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else, beer? No. No? I haven't had any this week, so I'm going to go for a zero beers drink this week. I like it. Bryce sent me a text today saying, uh, Hey, is it okay if I drink on my anniversary, even though it's part of the challenge? And I'm like, you do you, man. It's your anniversary. Plus, you can just lie about it if you really it bothers you. And he's like, well, I didn't pick up any booze. I'm like, all right, well, you're too honest for your own good, but happy anniversary. I, I, and also, who cares? Because it's just a challenge for fun. Right. Yeah. But the man, like, the man lives by a code. I don't understand it, but he lives by it. Someone um, someone in the challenge messaged me about a bunch of personal stuff going on, and it was, like, serious stuff. And they're like, I haven't entered anything. I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, it's we're all good. Like, this is for fun. Like, do not feel bad for a second. Like, real life first, 100%. Yep. So. The challenge is what you make of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so... I guess Bryce is making it a real competition for himself, and he wants to hit his goals, so good for him. Yeah. But, I mean, 13th wedding anniversary, he probably could have had a little wine with dinner. A lot of wine. You know, send the kids to the uncle's house, Uncle Rob. No. Send no, the kids to his house, I- have a lot of wine. Take Whatever. the next day off for There's recovery. Only 32 minutes left in their anniversary, so uh, I, I dodged the uh, babysitting the nephews. Tell them that you'll pick them up in the morning, and then don't show up until 4 p.m. I can see one of those <laughs> brothers. Okay. Um, H, thanks for joining us tonight, bud. No, thanks for having me, man. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was last minute, but I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. We had someone to talk Warzone. Yeah. I will do that. Fluffy can't. Um, tell us about tell us about your podcast too before we sign off. Yeah, so uh Real Geniuses, uh 
six friends talking old movies that we all enjoy. Um, and the last we've done three. We've done three. Uh, we've One of done, the three is a movie I enjoy, so that was good. <laughs> yeah, we've done Ferris Bueller, Commando, and yeah. now Karate Kid. So, yeah, it's fun. It's it's nice to see. Like I hadn't seen Karate Kid start to finish in so long, so it was kind of fun to break that down and uh, all kind of we all kind of realized that Daniel is not the uh, hero he is led to led to be or we were led to believe as kids, whatever. So that's fun. Next movie is a wedding singer. So that will be a, that'll be a fun ride. And and then uh, I think we are going to leave some subtle hints from, from there on, on, on what the next episodes movie will be. So that'll be something fun to listen for in the episodes. Cool. So this this will be the last movie that's actually announced. So that's yeah, a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm kicking myself because I did yard work today and that's when I try and listen to podcasts and I put on music and I was in such like, I was so focused to get it done fast because my lunch break is only so long uh, that I just didn't even think about putting, switching over to a podcast and I got done. And I'm like, shit, I'm still listening to music. Like I could have listened to the karate kid episode. No, my, the only part my, of the movie I like is the uh, montage at the end, with you know the best around playing. Right, that's a and and they did such a good job with that too. Like that was the tournament is they did a really good job with the tournament scene. So the rest of the movie I just like fast forward through just so I can get to that. <laughs> or if I really am feeling it, I'll just go to YouTube and just watch that one scene or that one just set watch of the one scene. Yep. It's like watching the uh, rat battles in 8 Mile. Just watch the rat battles only. Hmm. I've never done that. That could be interesting. It's probably the best part of the movie. It is the best part of the movie. The rest of the movie is I don't care for it, but the rat battles are pretty good. <laughs> I, I mean, I like the movie, but that's just me. Uh, okay. We should, we should really let these guys go. Uh, Rob, if we want to find you... Give us your number. You can find me on Twitter at Admiral Nips. You will never H? get my phone number from me. Give us Rob's phone number, and then where can we find you? Agent H everywhere. I don't have Rob's number, so hmm. I cannot give that information out. Yeah, if I had it, I'd give it out too. Uh, I'm Fluffy Fingers MD, and uh, this has been. Oh. This has been Potato Thumbs Podcast. Signing out.